0: Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the leveling up and lactation podcast and this is the podcast where we highlight amplify and document the journeys of fellow black lactation professionals and I am Erica Dentley your host and I am one of those lactation professionals so that's who we're going to be um, speaking with today myself and basically today is going to be a little bit shorter I'm just going to give you some updates on what I've been um, up to. Um, what's the evolution of private practice and behind the scenes etc which is essentially uh, what the show is all about. So just to kind of get us started, um, last time I had a solo episode a few weeks ago, I kind of updated that um, I am exclusively in private practice, but a big chunk of my clientele um, was through a contractor role. And so that contract transitioned out uh, with about four weeks notice. And I think I really underestimated how that was going to kind of impact a lot of areas of my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be quite frank. And it's, you know, the the age old adage of don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that has truly been a lesson learned. Um, it's something where we can get really comfortable because of how easeful something is. Um, but if we forget what the overarching goal of what we want to do within um, this profession, then it can be more of a Um, interference by comparison to continuing us to kind of move forward and keep that momentum. And so first word of wisdom for anybody that is trying to identify um, if they should stay in a role or with a company, if they should start kind of working um, their way into private practice, if that is the goal. um, My words of wisdom would be to just make sure that you're giving consistent effort whatever your overarching goal is for me personally is to be able to um, fully work through enriched lactation by fielding my own clients and not having any type of um, interference or outside um, uh, opinions or influence on um, how I make money. Essentially, I want to be in control of that. And I want to be able to hire specific people that I feel um, share the same um, values and sentiment um, of my overarching goal with rich lactation. And so with working in that contractor role, and with it being the bulk of my income for so long, it really almost felt like a reset. Um, So it's kind of like, I'm gonna date myself here. Me and my older brother, when we were younger, we would be playing like on a Sega Genesis and playing Sonic and if somebody got upset, um, we had no <laughs> we had no impulse control and we would simply unplug it from the wall and there would be chaos that would ensue um, quickly after that. But it, it really felt like that's what I'm experiencing. It's like, I have this momentum, I'm winning this level, I'm continuing to go, like I have all my coins saved up and then I kind of get hit and you know, all the coins come flying out. So it's really been um, an adjustment, Um, not just the logistics of my day, pivoting kind of where I'm trying to kind of like market or, you know, updating my website and my um, flow, but also it was a bit of a hit just to my um, confidence, to be honest, and not confidence within my skill set. If anything, I'm working within that contractor role, it had the opposite effect because it allowed me to um, be able to touch and help so many different families. Um, and so more so in the confidence of being able to navigate outside of just lactation and knowing that information and how to kind of counsel parents and different things like that because I think I kind of had rose colored glasses on, I'm in this, this works, it's easeful, the money is consistent. I know what to expect. Even with being a contractor, it was fairly consistent. But on the outside of that, it's really kind of like, okay, emergency fund is is fading very quickly. Um, what what is the backup plan? And I really didn't have any type of like logistics in place for that. And I think I just kind of assumed the job market would be similar to that of the job market that um, was two, three, four years ago um, because I really haven't needed to apply for anything outside of that. And I say apply not in the sense that I'm stepping away from lactation, but remembering that at the end of the day, I have a family, I have to be able to support um, myself and contribute to the household and have like that sense of I'm I'm providing some additional value um, into my family dynamic. And I think not having that consistency for pretty much the last four weeks was really alarming and really just kind of um, rattled my cage, to be honest. And it's, you know, going through and learning what the heck LinkedIn is and how to optimize that and, you know, trying to update a resume uh, with something that's going to be alignment to find something that's still going to allow me to have that consistency of putting consistent effort into enrich lactation while still balancing what's the o- overarching goal here it's remembering the goal that yes it is enriched in what i've described earlier in the episode but it's also what what's on the outside of that right it's it's about not just money but what money can provide it for me that provides autonomy and freedom and space and it allows me to make sure that i am holistically well and that's what was kind of my wake-up call within this, these last four weeks, is really like, okay, at some point, I have to be able to provide um, enough money to take care of myself. So i.e. healthcare, and food, and therapy, and you know time to be able to afford to take breaks. Because if you're in this entrepreneur, business owner role full-time, there are no breaks. <laughs> it's just constant of um, learning marketing and booking clients and engaging with social media and trying to follow trends. And it's really just like your brain is just constantly on. And I almost kind of compare it to like one of the, man, I'm dating myself this entire episode. So, you know, the old school kind of tuned radios, right? Where it's like, okay, my brain is, okay, I need to read this book about marketing. And then I need to kind of go over and make sure that practice better is updated and that these pinnings are um, in the correct order. And then I need to update my availability and then school starts next week for my son. And then I need to be able to kind of schedule out time when I'm going to clean the bathroom. And then when am I going to take the trash out or what are we going to eat for dinner? And then what about school supplies? And let me check up and follow up that one friend because I haven't spoken with them in a while it's just a constant constant influx of trying to strategically be on top of it all and I am on top of none of it And so it's really just kind of reminding myself and even going back and listen to the episodes um, within this podcast, because again, I selfishly created this podcast to really serve myself because um, these are the things that I wanted to know what's happening behind the scenes. Is it just me that feels like everything is just tense and hard and challenging and there's no kind of reprieve? The answer is no. <laughs> if you're feeling that way, but it just kind of is that gentle reminder and refresher that um even the people that appear or actually do have it, you know, for the most part together, they have to be able to strategically take breaks and make sure that they're prioritizing their well-being, etc. And so that's what's happening behind the scenes as far as trying to find some type of um job that's going to bring some type of, you know, income in, that's going to be enough, that's going to be sustainable and not kind of impact my mental health just in and of itself. That's going to be flexible enough because I'm also a mom of a kid who's going back to school. And so the timing has to be just right, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Um, But also, again, still have the bandwidth to keep some consistent momentum going, working towards Enriched. And so With that in mind, I hadn't really had a ton of consults um, since transitioning out. I gave myself the first week of the four really just to kind of power down. (laughs) And I did that kind of more so than what I have been for, I would say, the past like year or so. So that was great. And then I really just started putting out fillers as far as like lactation related jobs. And then quickly finding out that the logistics of the timing or what I would actually be doing in the role or the the income related to that was just not gonna be enough. So then trying to rework of what's something within healthcare maternal healthcare and things like that. So really just kind of teasing that out and again, optimizing the resume and the LinkedIn and all those different things. Um, and then I, prior to this transition, I was able to kind of get out into my local community and do some networking. And that um, actually landed me the opportunity to um, present um, about breastfeeding and kind of um, collaborative care with other healthcare providers of the perinatal diet or of of uh, moms and babies and parents um, with, with a group of doulas. And that allowed me to kind of really get back into that lactation space and kind of remind myself that I'm good at this, like this sparks joy, this is exciting, this is fun, I really enjoy kind of engaging with others, and so I was able to go, and I was slotted to present for an hour during their monthly meeting, and I ended up being there for two and a half hours, so that was just kind of like confirmation for me, like from the universe that, okay, this isn't something that you need to pivot away from completely, but you may just need to um, pause or kind of tune this down a bit, just so that you can really come Correct with a proper foundation, and you feel insulated with all the other areas that come with being a private practice IBCLC, and so that that was really great. That type of excitement and people, you know, asking questions and you know me not feeling like I'm fumbling through answers, it was just really kind of exciting just to kind of spark that type of um, interest about supporting lactating families, also about people getting into the field. Um, so that was really uh, really memorable and exciting for me. And then outside of that, I've just been trying to, as best I can, dial down the noise. (laughs) With having anxiety and for me, self-diagnosed ADHD or some other type of um, disorder, it's really challenging to be able to kind of streamline my thought process and just kind of sit and silence. And even when there is no type of stimuli going around, my brain being able to quiet down. And so I've been trying to kind of limit more screen time, reading more physical books. Um, So a couple of books I've been reading, so one of which, and I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, um, is Profit First. And the other one that I'm really loving that was recommended by Leslie Miller, who I interviewed on the podcast um, a few episodes back, is called Building a Story Brand. And that author is Donald Miller. And I can tell you, I'm only in the first two chapters of that book. And I wish I had just a day to commit to just reading it because it's a really, it really resonates if you're trying to figure out um, how to simplify your message. It it talks about how a lot of time we add a lot of extra like fluff and decorative words and, you know, all this scripted language where you do all that to the point that nobody's listening anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, what are you trying to show me? What can you, what problem can you solve? And so I'm excited to continue reading through that book just to kind of get more insight of really being clear on my message for enriched. Um, And so that's been exciting. And then outside of that, it's really trying to kind of like switch gears and getting back into um, in school mode. Um, Reminder, I have a six year old son. um, And so he's going into first grade, which is just crazy because I was just breastfeeding him the other day. And it's just, yeah. Um, So yeah, so it's, it's shifting to that early wake up call, he starts school very early. So we're up at like 6 15, 6 30. And so getting everybody back on that quote unquote time zone um, and getting some type of um new um routine down. And I'm trying not to project anxiety and negativity around the process, but it's just a just another big shift that's happening really close together. And so I'm just trying to mentally prepare that um, it's going to come with some working out the kinks and you know some growing pains. And so I'm also trying to factor that in, and then also just trying to you know project um, the rest of this year and kind of how ideally that would go without any type of firm restrictions of it has to look like X, right? I feel like we can have goals, but if they're too firm and too rigid, when we're not able to accommodate that, then it can really be like a hit to feel defeated or feel like, I don't even know why I bothered making that goal in the first fucking place. Um, and so having kind of like more like general things of that you want to do and then seeing what's the most easeful thing that it can fit in. One thing that and have been trying to tune into is just listening to my body not just for when I'm like hungry and thirsty and when I need rest, but also kind of like monitoring throughout the the month, right? Certain periods of the cycle is that um, I'm going to be run down. I'm going to have low energy and I'm going to want to sleep and not really have a lot of energy to work on a lot. So really trying to adjust my schedule around, okay, I know that the third week in, in my my cycle, I'm going to have more energy or whatever the case may be. So trying to play into those strengths as well. So as my dad would say, work smarter and not harder. So those are things I've been trying to prioritize. And then also kind of looking through. And for me, again, I write down lists because writing it down seems to kind of resonate a little bit more by comparison to typing. Now, I may go back and type it after I write it down, but (laughs) at some point it needs to be written down on pen and paper for my brain to really register it. And so one thing I, I tried to do is, write down all the things that you're doing. This is something that um, I work with my therapist on, and basically it can seem like for me that I'm not doing enough. <laughs> and I said this um, with a doula that I met here locally when I was out marketing, is that I don't feel like I'm doing enough like for my community or just in general. And she just kind of paused and laughed. It's just like, Erica, you just spent an hour talking about all the things that you're doing. <laughs> And it's like, yes, but it it, internally, it doesn't register. So I think writing it down and seeing the full list, and you can get really micro on this of, you know, I get up and I do the laundry five days a week, or, you know, I work on my website three hours a week, or, you know, really writing it down. And it doesn't have to be for a long stretch of time, you're doing this for years, or weeks on end. But if you wanna do it for say, you know, a five days in a row, writing down everything that you're doing throughout the day to really kind of like get it through your brain that you're doing a lot, probably more than what you should be doing, Erica, <laughs> to really just kind of like say that you can be doing less and it's not a race, right? Remember, if you're you're in this field and you're wanting longevity, which is something that I desire, just rushing to get to everything to check everything off my list it's like okay then what so it's really just trying to pace myself and to prevent burning out to the point of not wanting to engage with lactation anymore. <laughs> I am not at that point, and I don't think that I'm close to that point, but I do recognize that I need to kind of like pull back in certain aspects of lactation. Um, so reminder for people that are maybe new here or not too involved with lactation, but you're a little bit curious of what that looks like, is that it's not just the exchange of those one-on-one consoles, But it can be um, teaching, it can be, you know, doing like speaking engagements, it can be research, it can be podcasting, it can be a lot of different things. It can be a lot of different things. And it's one of those things where if you're too dialed up in one area, it's like, okay, let me turn this down, but maybe I can lean in and tune up this, this other dial, right? Just to kind of find some balance. And that may ebb and flow throughout the week. That may ebb and flow throughout the calendar year, but really just trying to like listen to your body and kind of like document that if I do more than 10 consults within a week, I'm over it. I'm burned out. But maybe it's that the consults are, um, under too many days meaning that you're doing five consoles two days a week maybe you can do three days a week and kind of reduce down the number of consoles you're doing in a uh, day for example so those are things that if you're struggling like i am i'm like you you can kind of register to kind of gauge do i need to just kind of take a break do i need to reduce it down or do i just need to kind of move some some parts around um, I would say other things that I've been kind of like um, monitoring, and and other people may be feeling as well, is especially during this month. And maybe this is why I'm I don't have, I don't know. I have excitement around this month, right? But it's not th- it, this month, August, always comes with trolls. <laughs> It comes with trolls. And so the bandwidth and the energy to kind of like combat or choose to engage and provide like education and different things like that can be wearing. And it's not something that is required. So not feeling like if I don't, consistently make these posts or kind of acknowledge or reshare uh, that you're bad. (laughs) You're a bad, bad lactation professional, right? But really, you know, identifying that if you need to step away because it's too much of an influx and you want to kind of prioritize other areas of your life, that's okay. Like you don't have to be on every single year and provide um, some type of contribution to every single event. Um, And that's something that I kind of like wrestle with myself and whether I was going to stay up late and kind of finish all these different kind of like posts and different things like that. And I probably will do some posting and resharing for the month of August, but not really kind of like adding additional stress. Because I know in the background, I have all of these additional things that are happening uh, behind me that need to take priority right so uh, letting yourself out off the hook if you feel like I wanted to be more organized I wanted to have this together I'm seeing my other friends that are lactation professionals are doing these these barbecues and these baby showers and all these other different things which is fantastic but it doesn't mean that you have to um, compare yourself or feel like you're not doing a good enough job. Everyone's kind of like role within this field is just naturally gonna ebb and flow, right? So it doesn't mean that if you're, you know, in in an ebb sense uh, of, of um, your experience with lactation that you're stalled. It may mean that you're simply in a rest period, right? That you just need to kind of like coast for a little bit and to allow you to kind of have more um, energy and intentionality when you step back in um, to the game of lactation, if you will. Um, So those are a few things that I've been thinking about. Again, I mentioned this is going to be a short episode. If you are looking for ways to support the podcast, first and foremost is simply follow and share on whatever podcast provider that you're listening on that may be Apple Podcasts, that may be Spotify, that may be Google, um, etc. Make sure that you're hitting it's like the bell somewhere up in the top corner to make sure that you're following so that you're getting alerted as soon as these episodes drop. And then also commenting, liking, sharing the posts, Um, in addition to leaving reviews. um, You all slide in my DMs all the time, or you make comments on the posts, which I love. But it would also be helpful um, to leave those comments and reviews specifically on Apple Podcasts so that way more people can find the great content that you're enjoying as well. Um, So those are ways that you can help. um, If you're looking for some merch and different things like that, um, to support the Leveling Up and Lactation podcast, you can find that at levelingupandlactation.com. We not only have t-shirts, but we have stickers and mugs and um, cups and different things like that that you may find um, as a treat for yourself for um, National Breastfeeding Month. Um, So until the next time, you all have a good one.